Welcome back to Bailey's Bleacher. Today we are going to talk about the marvelous Caitlin Clark. And then we're going to talk about Draymond Green's suspension from the NBA, Giannis's 64-point game, and finally we're going to talk about Tiffany Hayes' retirement from the WNBA. So, the WNBA draft is in April of 2024 and the Indiana Fever have the number one pick. Um, they won the lottery and in my opinion, if they don't take Caitlin Clark, that is such a waste of having a number one pick. Um, Clark is way too good for college basketball. Um, she hit the 3,000 point mark on December 6th in a 67-58 to 58 win over Iowa State. Um, during that game, she had 35 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists. She hit 3,000 in the third quarter after she hit her fifth three-pointer of the game, and then she just kept scoring. She's unstoppable. <laughs> so this game was her 41st time finishing with at least 30 points. To even do that once is like crazy, and then she's over here doing it 41 times. Um, so that is the most in D1 history for at least the past 25 seasons, um, and she's also the fastest woman to reach 3,000 points also within the last... 25 seasons, which was in 110 games. I think the next one was 113 was the fastest. Um, but 3,000 points in basketball in general is insane. And then at the Division I level, absolutely ridiculous. Um, she became the first player ever in D1 history, men's or women's basketball, to record at least 3,000 points, 750 rebounds, and 750 assists. Um, Clark is the 15th NCAA women's basketball player to reach that feat. So just even to be in that list is crazy, and she's 15th. Um, I'm sure there will be more to come after her, but I think it's definitely going to take a while until we see another 3,000-point score. Um, she's also Iowa's all-time leading scorer, and she is the 10th all-time leading scorer on the NCAA women's basketball scoring list. So again, she just keeps climbing. Everything, bam, bam, bam. Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark, everywhere you see, Caitlin Clark. Um, so right now, she is currently sitting at 3,041 points, and that was as of the 10th. Um, and that number will continue to rise um, starting on the 16th versus Cleveland State, so in two days. Um, there's 18 games left in the regular season, and then the Big Ten tournament, so potentially five more games after that. Um, so if you take her average right now, which is 29.5 points, and you add that number to each of the regular season games that's left, that would bring her total to 3,572 points, which would make her the highest scorer in NCAA women's basketball as she would surpass Kelsey Plum, who had 3,527 points in her career. Then you add potentially like five more postseason games in the Big Ten tournament, and that would put her at the like 3,720 mark, I think, with points. Um, and that would put her at the number one spot of men's or women's college basketball career points. Right now, it's Pete Maravich who leads with 3,667, and that was in the late 60s. So it has been a very long time that that record has been held, and Caitlin Clark could be the one to beat it. Um, now, Clark does have another year of eligibility left, but I really think she'd be crazy to use it. She is just too good for college basketball. She has outgrown it, she needs to move on, and she is just so ready for that next level. Um, the WNBA would be such a great change for her to actually test her skills. And not that they, like, aren't being tested necessarily, but, like, to what extent? 
Um, she needs to be playing against professional athletes who have been in the league for a while, and I think that will really gauge where she's at skill-wise. Um, I mean, like, Homegirl is hitting, like, 30-plus points every other day. It is time for a change. It is time for the WNBA to challenge her. Um, so like I said earlier, the Indiana Fever has the number one pick, and again, there are great players in the running, but Clark is definitely the top choice in my books. If they don't draft her, I will be shocked. Um, coming up with the number two pick is Los Angeles, number three is Phoenix, and then the number four pick uh, is Seattle. Um, so then the top five prospects besides Clark, according to the ESPN mock draft that was released, um, is Cameron Brink, Paige Beckers, Camila Cardoso, and Aaliyah Edwards. All phenomenal players. Um, if Clark does go to the Fever, though, she will play along Aaliyah Boston, who was last season's number one pick out of South Carolina. Um, the two won National Player of the Year, each of them won in 2022, one in 2023, and they did play against each other actually in the Final Four last year, so they would go from being college rivals to great teammates. So that'd be pretty cool. But I just love watching the transition from college ball to professional. Um, just the pure talent that you get to see um, throughout the years. It just grows. It's definitely an experience. Um, but I think that Caitlin Clark will have a significant WNBA career no matter where she goes. But it will be with the fever. Um, so this draft in April is going to be very exciting. And I am sure you were going to hear me talk about Clark again on this show because I am predicting that she's going to beat Plum's record for most points in a career and maybe even hit the most points in NCAA history um, beating Marovich. Um, so make sure you keep an eye out for that episode because it is definitely going to happen by the end of this basketball season. Now, let's talk about Draymond Green's suspension. So the Golden State Warrior was suspended indefinitely from the NBA um, after striking the Phoenix Sun Center Nurkic in the face during the Warriors' 119-116 to loss on uh, December 12th. So as you can see in this video, Green was clearly getting frustrated with Nurkic's defense. It was tight, it was all up in your face, but that doesn't mean that you get to swing on somebody. Like, you just don't do that. Um, and so the only information that we have right now on the suspension is that he will be required to meet certain league and team conditions before he returns to play. And that's right from the official NBA website. Now, if you know anything about Green, he clearly has control issues. Um, I mean, he's been suspended six times throughout his career. And these are for different altercations and technicals, like he's even punched one of his own teammates before. Who does that? Like, yeah, maybe you want to punch your teammate every now and then, like you get super frustrated with them, but who actually acts on that? Obviously he does. But I just really think that the league needs to take a look into this and really determine if he should even come back at all. Like he is the drama. <laughs> but in other NBA news, Giannis had a 64 point game in the Bucks 140 to 126 victory over the Pacers. Um, after the game, Giannis and some of the other Bucks reportedly went into the Pacers' um, tunnel after the game looking for the game ball and got into a scuffle is how they put it. Um, again, just more NBA drama as always. I feel like there's always something going on there, but look at this. So the Pacers could not stop him. He was pulling out spin moves and like you just cannot guard him. Like he is just a massive man who can just go in and take your right to the basket and you just kind of have to let it happen. Like you are not stopping him. And if you do, you're probably gonna foul him. Um, 
So straight from ESPN, Giannis became the first player in NBA history to make at least 20 field goals and 20 free throws in a game while shooting at least 70% on each. That's wild. Um, so he is just having such a great career and he is just so entertaining to watch and he's good looking too. So yeah, there's always that. <laughs> so that's all I have for uh, NBA. But now Tiffany Hayes announced her retirement from the WNBA. Um, her first season in the WNBA was in 2012. She was the 14th overall pick for the Atlanta Dream right out of UConn. Um, she played with the Dream for her entire career until this season, actually, where she now plays for the Connecticut Suns. Um, overall, Hayes had 4,310 points, 1,041 rebounds, and 774 assists in regular season play as a guard in the WNBA. She did say that you may see her playing overseas still, but... This is all that she has in her for the WNBA. Her time in the WNBA has come to an end. So I want to introduce a little segment before the end of every show. Um, it's going to be called Quick Notes, and it's basically some things going on in the sports world or like that have to do with what I'm talking about in that episode that I don't fully want to dive into. So, some quick notes that I had um, about some stuff going on in the NBA, the WNBA, and college basketball. Um, Anthony Thomas from the Timberwolves said that he doesn't think Michael Jordan could guard him. Are you crazy? Michael Jordan is the best, and you will never change my mind on that, but anyway. Um, a little fun fact then, going back to the whole Draymond Green suspension, is that he is now holding the second most ejections ever in the NBA. Um, within the last 25 years, and that's with 18 ejections. Um, trailing behind uh, Rashid Wallace, who has 25. So then Luka Doncic became a father, and then he goes out in the next five games and scores over 30 points, and then has one game where he scores over 46 points. So go off, Luka. I love that for him. Um, he is actually my favorite NBA player at the moment, and he has been for a few years, so love that for him. So Ayo Desunmu, who plays for the Bulls, um, he became the third player in NBA history to play more than 26 minutes with zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, and zero blocks. Like, he was just, like, there, doing nothing for 26 minutes. Um, <laughs> then LSU women's basketball set a program record uh, for most points in a game with 133 um, as they beat McNeese, who only scored 44 points. So 133 to 44. Nuts. Um, Caitlin Clark signed an NIL deal with Gatorade, making her the second women's basketball player to do so behind Paige Beckers. Um, and then speaking of Beckers, she hit her 1,000th 1, career point against North Carolina after coming off of a year of having an ACL tear and recovering from that. So congratulations, Paige. Not that you're watching this, but... <laughs> Um, and then in women's college basketball, South Carolina, Texas, Texas Tech, TCU, West Virginia, Baylor, UCF, Marquette, UNLV, Colorado State, Washington, UCLA, USC, Oregon State, Old Dominion, and Cal Baptist are undefeated. In men's college basketball, Clemson, Houston, Baylor, Oklahoma, Arizona, and Ole Miss are undefeated. So it's definitely a very exciting season, and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, but this has been Quick Notes. <laughs>
So let me know what's up guys. Do you think Clark will beat Plum's career record in points? Um, do you think like Draymond Green should be suspended still? Should he even come back? Like how long should a suspension last? What do you guys think? Um, let me know all of your thoughts. <laughs> this has been another episode of Bailey's Bleacher. So make sure you tune in next time and we were going to talk about some more sports.